Today our church celebrates the feast day of Saint Leo of Catania. The following are some details on his life and works. Born in Ravenna, Italy, which was to this day um, bears the traces of Byzantine glory in some of its architecture, Saint Leo stemmed from nobility, which he chose to set aside in order to serve Jesus Christ. Like the newsboy who rises to become the editor, he rose from acolyte to bishop of Catania. He chose to serve Christ, who embraced him for all his charmed life on earth and beyond. From youth he had evinced that spark of the divine rarely endowed on man, but when he had reached the post of bishop, his proximity to God was beyond question, needing not even a halo to convince the most sceptical and cynical who could not fail to, to see the divine aura about this man or feel a divine presence wherever he chanced to be. That the power of the Lord was with him followed his missionary efforts in Sicily where pagan holdouts, including a great number of Hellenes, continued to play Christianity even in the 8th century. It was Leo's tremendous success in converting pagans into devout Christians that placed him a cut above earned and earned him a renown as a man of God to be reckoned with by any who dared to sell the faith in Jesus Christ. On one occasion, he was challenged to demonstrate the power of his Lord, whereupon he went to one of the remaining Hellenic pagan temples, and after praying briefly, the temple was not only reduced to rubble, but out of its remains there sprouted the cross of Jesus Christ. St. Leo was challenged by a man named Heliodorus, who had made a pact with Satan in order to gain power over his fellow man. An apostate who had denied Christ, Hel- Heliodorus challenged Leo to a show of strength between them to be held in public. At first, Inclined to scoff at this ridiculous proposition, Leo prayed for guidance and to be worthy of this challenge and affront to God. Leo agreed to the test, which was to walk through a roaring fire in an open furnace built especially for the occasion. A huge crowd gathered, including the emperor who was most anxious, along with other Christians, to witness the power of the Lord and to pray for the man chosen to display this power. When all was in readiness and after some fanfare, Leo took Heliodoris and led him into the fire, emerging from the flames alone and unscathed. All that remained of Heliodoris could have been put in a small urn. The point had been clearly made. God has power over the devil. This spectacular turn of events catapulted Leo into a prominence even the most faithful of his followers had not anticipated, as a result of which he was asked by Emperor Constantine VI to come to Constantinople where he could be greeted by the entire city and given a hero's welcome usually reserved for a conquering general. The accolades were humbly received by this servant of the Lord who remained in the city by popular request, serving as religious advisor to the emperor. Leo was finally permitted to return to Catania. His first act upon returning was to erect a chapel, thanks to the generosity of the emperor, which was dedicated to St. Lucia, a martyred saint of Sicily, a church which still stands in Catania. The remainder of Leo's life was anticlimactic, choosing to roam about the island as the spirit moved him and winning even more converts. He finally passed away in 875 and was buried beneath the Church of St. Lucia, which is a shrine of Christianity to this day.